Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Nun Hay. We're up to Sif Yud, which is the top line on page 174. So the Machaber says in Sif Yud, Interesting, Shailah, Imnar Echad Nolad Bechoftes Laada Rishon Rishonam Muberes. It was a leap year, and one child was born on the 29th day of the first Adar. Vinar Echad Nolad Baadar Sheni Beechad Bo. And a second child was born on the first day of Adar Sheni. Obviously from different families. One kid was born on Choftes of Adar Rishon, and one kid was born on the first day of Adar Sheni. Ushnas Yud Gimel Einam Now it comes to the year of their Bar Mitzvah, and all of a sudden it is not a leap year. So when is their Bar Mitzvah? Also, Shenolad Bechov Tes La'adar HaRishon, the one that was born on the 29th day of Adar Rishon, Tzorich Lahamtin Archov Tes La'adar Vishnas Yud Gimel, Leos Ben Yud Gimel Shona. So he was born on the 29th day of Adar Rishon. Now on his Bar Mitzvah year, there's only one Adar, so he has to wait till the 29th day of Adar. V'oso Shenolad Acharov Be'echad Ba'adar Sheni, but the one who was born after him on the first day of Adar Sheni, He's going to have his Bar Mitzvah celebration on the first day of Adar of the 13th year. So here, one was born a couple days before the other. When it comes to the Bar Mitzvah, the one who was born later is going to have his Bar Mitzvah 28 days before the other one. So again, they were born on the leap year. One was born the 29th day of Adarishon. The other one was born the first day of Adarsheni. Comes to the Bar Mitzvah year, there's only one Adar. So the one born on Chavtes Adarishon gets Bar Mitzvah on Chavtes Adar. The one that was born on Rosh Chodesh Adarsheni will be Bar Mitzvah on Rosh Chodesh Adar. And therefore, the one that was born second will have his Bar Mitzvah a few weeks earlier. Says the Ramah, that's a case the Mechaber is discussing where they were born on a leap year and their Bar Mitzvah is on a regular year. The Ramah says, Umi Shenolod Ba'adar, one who was born in Adar of a regular year, Venasa Bar Mitzvah Bishnasa Ibur, and his Bar Mitzvah year is going to be a leap year, the opposite case. Eino Nasa Bar Mitzvah Ad Adar Asheni. He's not going to have his Bar Mitzvah celebration until Adar Sheni. So if you were born, says the Ramah, on a regular Adar, your Bar Mitzvah will be, if it's a leap year, in Adar Sheni. Says the Mishabura in Sefkotan Mem Gimel. That's going on the first case, the case of the Mechaber, where it says that it's the second, when the year of the Bar Mitzvah comes, it's a regular year, not a leap year. But says the Mishabura, Aval, in Bishnas Yud Gimel, Gamkein Ibur, if the 13th year was also a leap year, just like the year they were born, then for sure we would say, The one who was born on Chavtes Adarishon will have his Bar Mitzvah on Chavtes Adarishon. And the one that was born on Adarishon will get Bar Mitzvah Adarishon. So the Mishabur is just pointing out the rather obvious, but whoever was born in a leap year and the Bar Mitzvah is on a leap year, he stays consistent with the Adar. The Mechaber's din only applies when they were born on a leap year and the Bar Mitzvah is going to be on a regular year. Says the Mishaburan Sefkatan Memdalud, that which the Mechaber said, Ad Chavtes Adar. again the one that was born on a leap year in Chavtes Adarishon, his Bar Mitzvah will be on a regular year on Chavtes Adar. The Mahud I would have thought, She Chashev Adar Harishon, Shenolod Bobim Kom Shvat. I might have thought, what's the Chiddush? I would have thought, says the Mishabura, that we should consider the first Adar of the year he was born in the place of Shvat. Because it's the month before 
Adar, before Adar Sheni, so we should consider it Shvat when it comes to a regular year. And Memelu Vekevan Shiagia Chavtes Bishvat Bishnas Yud Gimel. And I would have thought, therefore, when you get to the 29th day of Shvat in the 13th year, Yia Nasa Bar Mitzvah. That should be his Bar Mitzvah. After all, in the leap year, his birthday was the 29th day of the month that was right before the month that had Purim. So I might think over here also, it should be the 29th day of Shvat, which is the month before we have Purim. Kamash Mulon de Lo Armina Kain. The Chiddush of the Machabi here is that we do not say that. And if you're born in Adar, even if it's Adar Rishon, your Bar Mitzvah will be in Adar, even if there's only one Adar. Sifkotun Memhe is going on the case of the Ramah. Again, the Ramah's case was the opposite. It's a person who was born in a regular Adar, and his Bar Mitzvah is in a leap year. So then his Bar Mitzvah will be in Adar Sheni. Says the Mishabura, Eino Nasa, Afa Gavdik Fakosav HaMachaber Siftes. Even though the Machaber told us in Siftes that we saw at the end of yesterday's year, the Chodesh Ha'ibur Bechlal, that when we talk about the years, when it's a 13-month year, because it's a leap year, it counts still as a year. So we already know this din. Mikomakom still have I would have thought, Dafka benolat bechodesh acher. Maybe that would only be if he was born in a different month besides Adar. Kigon Rosh Chodesh Nisan. For example, if the boy was born on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Ushnas Yud Gimel Muberes, and then the 13th year is a leap year, so then I would say, Einasa Bar Mitzvah Ad Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Then the 13th year is going to be, have the extra month, and he won't be Bar Mitzvah till Rosh Chodesh Nisan, there'll be an extra month during that year. But when someone was born on Rosh Chodesh Adar, there I would have said, There I might have thought to say that he should be Bar Mitzvah on the first Rosh Chodesh Adar, which is Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon. Kamash Mulan comes to Ramon and tells me, the Adarishon lo nikra Adar. That in terms of this, Adarishon is not referred to as the real Adar. Elochodesh ha'ibur mikri. It's just called the leap month. The first Adar is called the extra month. Sharei ain't koren es ha-megillah ba'adarishon. Because behold, we don't celebrate Purim, we don't read the Megillah on Adarishon. Therefore, that doesn't get the din of Adar. That's called the leap month. And the Adar Sheni is called Adar Sheni. Vanan ba'inon yud gimul shanim shleimim. And we require 13 complete years. And therefore, his bar mitzvah will be an Adar Sheni. Now the Mishabura switches gears to another case, which is Nogea to tomorrow night. If anyone should know of a baby boy that's born tomorrow night, this may be Nogea to him. You have to check the calendar of what, what's going to be in 13 years from now. But Mishanoah b'yom rishon b'rosh chodesh kislev. Tomorrow night's rosh chodesh kislev. So rosh chodesh kislev is one of the two months that sometimes will be one day rosh chodesh, sometimes two days rosh chodesh. And therefore we're talking about a case over here like this year. It's a two day rosh chodesh kislev. So someone who's born on the first day of rosh chodesh kislev. V'hoyu oshne yomim rosh chodesh. And that year, there were two days of Rosh Chodesh. And 13 years later, the year of his Bar Mitzvah, there there's only one day of Rosh Chodesh Kislev, because Cheshvan is a Chaser month of only 29 days. Since Cheshvan is a Chaser month, therefore Kislev only has one day of Rosh Chodesh. Says the Mishrabura, Afal Pikain, even so, Eino Nasa Bar Mitzvah Ad Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Still his bar mitzvah will be Rosh Chodesh Kislev. So if he's born the first day of Rosh Chodesh Kislev out of two days, so really his birthday is in Cheshvan, because the first day of Rosh Chodesh Kislev is, is Lamed Cheshvan. So he was really born in Cheshvan, but it's called Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Now 13 years later, there's only one day Rosh Chodesh. That's Aleph Kislev. So you might have thought that he should have his bar mitzvah the last day of Cheshvan. Comes to Mishabur and says, no, he was born on Rosh Chodesh Kislev, even though officially it was Cheshvan, but it's called Rosh Chodesh Kislev. His bar mitzvah is on Rosh Chodesh Kislev. And then the Mishabur says, 
Another case of a boy that was born at Rosh Chodesh Kislev. But this case, he was born on a Rosh Chodesh Kislev that was only one day. And it's the opposite. And on the 13th year, now all of a sudden there are two days of Rosh Chodesh Kislev. When is his Bar Mitzvah? Says the Mishabura, Nase Bar Mitzvah Biyom Rishon de Rosh Chodesh. His Bar Mitzvah will be on the first day of Rosh Chodesh, even though that day again is really the last day of Cheshvan. But since his birthday was on Rosh Chodesh Kislev, his Bar Mitzvah is the first day of Rosh Chodesh Kislev, and that's the Halacha. Now, note 57 is a little bit lengthy, but we're going to go through as much as we can. And we'll try not to get too confused. The Inola, note 57, the Inola Dishana Muberes Belamid Adarishon. If a person was born on a leap year with two Adars on the 30th day of Adarishon, Shuhayom Harishon Shorosh Chodesh Adarshani. So the 30th day of Adarishon is also called Rosh Chodesh Adarshani, the first day of Rosh Chodesh of Adarshani. Vishnas Hayodgimul Shalom Hayoshana Pshuta. And now his 13th year, there's only one Adar. Because when there is only one Adar, then Rosh Chodesh Adar, then Chodesh Adar will be a Chaser always. So again, he was born in a leap year on the 30th day of Adar Rishon, which is called Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni. And now in the leap year, there is only one, now in the Bar Mitzvah year, there's only one month of Adar. And there we say, Chodesh Adar is always going to be Chaser, there will only be 29 days of Adar. So Kosov Bishal and Shivas Binyatzion, Shanase Bar Mitzvah Belamid Shvat. His Bar Mitzvah will be on the thirtieth day of Shvat, Shuha Yom Harishon Shorosh Chodesh Adar, which is the first day of Rosh Chodesh Adar. So since he was born on Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni, his Bar Mitzvah will be on Rosh Chodesh Adar. Very consistent with what we've been seeing in the Mishnabura. The Khain Kosov Bishal and Shivas Minchas Yitzchak. Omnam Sayyim, however, the Minchas Yitzchak ends off and says, Shalakula Yesh Lehis Yashiv Adover. This needs a little bit more sitting on. Meidoch, on the other hand, Dasravel Yashiv. Sheyesh Lahachmir Shedino Kesofik Melamit Shvat Adrosh Chodesh Nisan. Revel Yashiv and Roshomazam both say, this case is a Suffolk. He's born on the 30th day of Adarishon, which is called Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni. And the Bar Mitzvah year, there's only one Adar. So there it's a Suffolk. Do we say his birthday is going to be on Rosh Chodesh Adar, which is the last day, the 30th day of Shvat? Or do we say it's going to wait till Rosh Chodesh Nisan? And therefore he is going to be the Suffolk, whether it's going to be the beginning of the beginning of Adar or the end of Adar? Because really his birthday was the beginning of Adar Sheni and the end of Adar Rishon. So what do we do in a regular year? Is it the beginning or the end? So these poskim, Rav Yoshev and Hashem Zalman, say it is a suffix. Shekevan shezum machlokes and nasa godob ala mitshvat ob rosh chodesh nisan. Lomaisa yach mir kishtei ashitos es achumru sheba godob shekadom. We go to chumru in both cases. I'd like to skip the next paragraph and go to the one afterwards. Umishanoad ba America. One who was born in America, this is going to be a person who travels over the international dateline. So here we write, Mishanoad the America be Aleph Nisan. A person was born in America on the first day of Nisan. Upagil Yudgimul Shonim Ninsa Bo Australia. And on the thirteenth year on his birthday, Punkti finds himself in Australia. Shehime Aver Lakava Tarikh. He's on the other side of the international dateline. The Kavan Shekane Huktum Zmanu Biom Echad. So there they're a day ahead. The Shom Kvar Bez Nisan. 
And there it's already going to be, Aleph Nisan in America is Bez Nisan, Nisan in Australia. So, Koso B'Shalosh and Shulis B'Tzel HaChochma, Shenasa Bar Mitzvah B'Bez Nisan by Australia. His Bar Mitzvah is going to be on the second day of Nisan in Australia, Sha'oz Aleph Nisan by America. So since he was born in America in Aleph Nisan, his Bar Mitzvah has to be Aleph Nisan of America. And if he happens to be in Australia, so Aleph Nisan in America is Bayes Nisan in Australia, and therefore his Bar Mitzvah celebration will be on Bayes Nisan in Australia. <coughs> yeah, now skip down to the second to last line. There are obviously others that argue. Me'idoch, on the other hand, Das Hagon Revol Yoshev, Vagon Rechayn Kenyeski, Shelechora Holchem Lefi Hamakom Shabo Nimza Achshav. They say Lechora, we don't go by the place that he was born; we go by the place where he is right now. Gam Im Lefi Hamakom Shabo Nolor Adayin Lo Malu Lo Yurgimul Shanim. Even though the place where he is, he didn't yet reach a full thirteen years, because after all, he was born on Aleph Nisan in America, and now he's having his Bar Mitzvah on Aleph Nisan in Australia, which is really the last day of Adar in America, so he didn't really live the full 13 years, still Rav Yashiv and Rechayim Kineski say, you go by the place that he is, he was born in Aleph Nisan, I don't care what country, his Bar Mitzvah is Aleph Nisan, I don't care what country, that's what they say. And then he ends up and says, V'imnase Bar Mitzvah below Ravi, here's an interesting Shaila, he had a nice Bar Mitzvah present, his, pa- his parents took him on a trip to Australia for his Bar Mitzvah, so his Bar Mitzvah was on Leil Ravi'i, Uba'oso Laila, he went on his Bar Mitzvah trip, Ovar Eskav HaTarich. He went past the international dateline. V'sham Hulel Shlishi. He went back in time to a, a day earlier. Right, that would be according to what we're saying, that he went from Australia to America, right? Shehu Kodem Zman Gadluso. So now he's not Bar Mitzvah anymore. According to the place he's not Bar Mitzvah anymore, because Bar Mitzvah is supposed to be on Yom Revi, now it's Yom Shlishi, so he's not Bar Mitzvah anymore. So Rechaim Knievsky and Rav Scheinberg both say, Shekevan Shanasa Godol Shuv Ein Chosev L'Katnuso. You're done. Once you're Bar Mitzvah, you can't go back in time, even though you go past the international date line, it won't affect your Bar Mitzvah. Once your Bar Mitzvah comes, Rechaim and Mitzvah, even if you go on a trip across the world, and the date goes back to before your Bar Mitzvah, you're still Bar Mitzvah, that's what they paskin. Your son was born in Olympia, right? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask Akasha. No, yes. According to that first sheet, we'll get into that another time. According yeah. to that first sheet, that if you're born in, say, America, and you happen to live in Australia at the time of right. your you have to wait an extra day. Right. According to that sheet, that if I, li- if I was born in America and made Aliyah, so now my bar mitzvah is seven hours earlier than America. I have to wait seven so hours. So it would be, it would be, it could be, six hours so that's a good question. So that could be a similar sign of Shiloh. Um, actually, he says not the way. If you look at the brackets, look at the brackets. I skipped this. In this last slide, look at the brackets. And he writes, the host of Shum, this, uh, Bitzel Chachma that we discussed before, who says that you go by the date of where you came from, not where you are now. He adds on, There's only if you travel from America to Australia going west. Because then you go past the international date line, there's a full day difference. But if you travel eastward, because the world is round, you can go either way. The days are getting shorter. That way you're not passing the international date line by going eastward. You're only, the time's just getting earlier, 16 hours earlier. Then he says you go by the time in Australia. 
So your question clearly, if you're going from America to Eretz Israel, he, he would never say that. In other words, you go by you go by the time where you are. Only when you're going right across the international dateline, that's where he says it would be different. But if you're traveling to Eretz Israel, like you asked, that's like going eastward towards Australia, where you don't pass the international dateline. Then you would go by the time that you are there. But we're gonna leave off this sugya. And any personal questions we'll take later. Now we're going to go weiter in the Mechaber. Sif Yud Aleph. Well, it happens to be this is, this is Geshmaka stuff, but we must move on. Sif Yud Aleph. The Mechaber says, Avaryon Sha'ovar al Gzeira Satsibur. Someone who was over, he went against the Gzeira that the Tsibur made. O Sha'ovar Avera, or he's an Avaryon who actually did an Avera. Im lo niduhu, if they did not put him in nidu, if they did not excommunicate him, nimne luminyan asara. He could still be counted for a minion. If you look at Halacha Yudbeis, he writes in Yudbeis, Menuda, someone who was excommunicated, Ein mitzarfin oso l'chol asara. He is not joined in to anything that requires ten people for a minion. Someone who is a nidui cannot be counted in. But you are allowed to daven in the shul in which that person who is a nidui is. Unless that was specifically mentioned as part of the nidui, that you, this person you can't daven when he's in the shul. Otherwise, he can't be counted in the minion, but you could daven with him in the shul. That's a lochah yudbeiz. Is that only where he lives, or is it anywhere he goes somewhere else? Which is whatever was whatever was stipulated. In other words, can he count it in the minion somewhere else? Yeah, we don't see a chilak. We don't see a chilak. I mean, if they don't know, they don't know, but we don't see a chilak. Um, but in Yud Aleph, again, we will see the Mishaburas, because there's no Mishaburah on Yud Beis. In Yud Aleph, we said, an Avarian who went against the Xeras Sibur, or he did not Avera, but they did not put him in Nidui, then he could be counted in a minion. So the Mishaburah writes in Sefkotan Nemvav, O Sha'ovar Avera, or he did not Avera, this is Dafka, a person who did an Avera because he had a desire for doing Avera. He doesn't, he wasn't doing it against Hashem. He did it because he had a Taiva, so he gave into his Taiva, did an Avera. That person can be counted into a minion if he wasn't placed in Nidui. But a person who did an Avera, Lahachis, even if it was one thing, he did it, but Dafka against Hashem. Or he went and did If these people have a din of a goy, and they cannot be counted in towards a minion. Now, if you look at note 58, there's a lengthy discussion here as well, which we'll see a few interesting points. In note 58, he discusses So here we're saying that someone who's machal shabbos, even if he wasn't put in nidu, if he's machal shabbos, he can't be counted into a minion. Now this Shiloh comes up all the time. So let's see how we deal with this. Most people that are Mechal Shabbos nowadays have a din of a Tinoch Shenishba. They're not considered a Mumer Mechal Shabbos of Hesia. And therefore, they would be allowed to be counted in. And Rav Moshe Feinstein writes, Shimbo this person who is not religious, comes to Davin, from the There is a tzad to be mad to them to join in for every davish of Bekdusha. Kegon Kadish Bekdusha Ubaruchu. Vechem Lechazar Sashat Yisutzarfa and Bishasat Chak Kedelo Tzir Midechova Bim Einam Yodim Lespalo. They're coming to Shul to Davin. So it's very likely that besides that they could join in for Kadish Bekdusha and Baruchu, they could also join in to Chazar Sashat to count towards the minion to be Motzi. So that they could be Yotze with the Shliat Sibur's davening, if they don't know how to daven themselves. But you don't have the Maila Tfila Bitsibur, you know, the full way if they are there. 
And if Moshe leaves off Masupuk, what the din is about letting them join in to be a minion for Kriyasa Torah. So that is the Chazunish and Moshe, which lean towards the more uh, lenient side, and they could be counted into a minion. Me'idoch, on the other hand, we'll see many posts that are machmir, the shalz and shuvas or lutzion kosov she'eno mitzarf and minion. That someone who's mechash avos v'hesed even nowadays cannot be counted into a minion. The chayin horo revel yoshev she'eno mitzarf and minion. The af lo leinian kaddish and kedusha even for the more lenient things that need a minion like kaddish and kedusha the dinam kenachem lechol divreim they're counted like goyim. We have to hear what we're going to say later. Stay tuned. V'chein kosov the shevet alevi shemachal shabbos omisha nosam nachris. What is machal shabbos or a Jew who married a non-Jewish woman? Ain letzarfa leminyan. Ubiyar and he explains shaaf shemaisa avuseim biyadeim. Even though they're just following the ways of their fathers, so the chore you you might consider them tinok shenishba. They just they grew up that way. Mikomoko mimehem ain yodeim mishabbos kodesh ubefrat peretz yisrael. Those are very important words. So he writes. So who doesn't know about Shabbos, specifically in Eretz Yisrael? You notice all these poskim, they were all in Eretz Yisrael. So they're machmir because they're talking about non-from Jews who are in Eretz Yisrael. Who doesn't know about Shabbos? You can't call him a Tino Shanishba if he has from people all around him. The writes a similar idea by someone who marries a Goyish woman. You can't count him in a minion. And he does not have the heter of Tino Shanishba. Marrying a, a non-Jewish woman is worse than being Bechal Shabbos. Kevan Shirov Yisrael ain't the Shalom Bazaar. I don't know if this is so posher. He says, since most of the Jews are not Nechshol in that. I don't know, the intermarriage rate is pretty high. But uh, that's what he writes, that it's worse to marry a guy than to be Bechal Shabbos of But if you skip down to the last paragraph, he writes, Ule'inyan mumr l'te'ovon. That's talking about a person who's, who's doing it He's just doing it because he doesn't want to keep Shabbos. But a mumul teyavon, he's giving in like we saw before. He's giving it for his own taivas. Their right to shevet alevi shemutil atzarful. Then you can count him into a minion. V'chein hosef b'shalim shivas or l'tzion shemu mizbayish lechalal as a Shabbos l'thnei adam gadol. If the person is mechal Shabbos, but he's embarrassed to be mechal Shabbos in front of a big person. Since there is something that prevents him from doing the Isser, we could be lenient about that person and not consider him a Machal Shabbos of because he's not open to the world, he would be embarrassed in front of certain people. One who will be embarrassed in Machal Shabbos in front of a certain person, so he is already considered only Machal Shabbos B'tzina, who could be counted into a minion. Od kasa b'shal and shuvas orlatzion. The orlatzion writes further. Shemisha eno yodeya klal meinyan yomtov okiyotzi baze. Someone who doesn't know anything about yontif or similar things. Kigon haolim meirusya vikadome, like the Russian immigrants and similar people. Harehem ketinoko shenishvu. They are like tinok shenishvu. The chen kasa b'shal and shuvas shuvas anhago. So too Rosh Shermach writes. So it's very interesting. If you notice this note, we started in, by the Machmirim earlier, was the Orlitzion, was the one who was Machmir. Here's the first one that we brought down that said that a Machal Shazarais is not Mitzvah to a minion. And here all of a sudden, the same Orlitzion writes, but if he knows nothing about Yontef or Shabbos, he's coming from Russia, that's a Tinok Shanishba. So you see clearly, at least in the Orlitzion, and it could be likely the other postcom as well, that it was Badafka case, like he was saying before, that it's in Eretz Israel. And, and it's pretty clear they know about Shabbos. They see everyone around them keeping Shabbos, so then you don't judge them as Tinoch Shanishba. But if you're not in Eretz Yisrael, you're, you're somewhere else, and they don't necessarily know about it as much, or they come from Russia and they, they don't know any better, so then there, there is a concept of Tinoch Shanishba that would be allowed to be counted into a minion 
even according to these poskim, who seem to be more machmir. How many people could be counted in? How many non-Kohen people? Doesn't it doesn't seem to give us a limitation. They need a certain amount of people to answer on Right, but we did limit it yesterday. We said we said it was a, by sleeping for sure only one. By someone who's Amish from yesterday, we said some say more than one as long as the rover are answering. Some say Badafka only one. So could be you have to teach them how to you have to teach them how to answer. You should have a minimum of six that are davening. Right, that's what he said. At least you have to have rov that's answering. Yeah, we'll stop here and we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Maramakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.